advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Yeah. yeah. Hola, man. Don't they style? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Porky Man styles me around to come with Bear local, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? No, tell, tell them is. What is it? Dia de los Muertos. Is it today? Yeah. yeah. It's always the day after Halloween? I believe so. I saw lots of posts. It's my favorite thing in Spanish to say. Yeah? Yeah. I like chupa mi verga. That's my favorite thing to say. Green penis? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what it means. Green. Green penis. No. Dia Chupa. de los Muertos. It does sound ominous. Yeah. Yeah. Like my rap Day name. of the Dead. What is it? El Diablo de Ojos Azules. El Diablo, say what again? De Ojos. Oh, yeah, the Azules. Devil Eyes. The blue, blue Eyed Devil. Yes. Mm. Nice. I like it. I thought it was deviled eggs, but I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, we, have a, we have a Cypress, Cypress <laughs> Hill. <laughs> yeah, Cypress Hill sound. You know, DJ Muggs produced. Mm hmm. DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs. Who's that dude that just got killed? I don't know. Some rapper just got killed. Everyone's all sad about it on Twitter. Got shot. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember his name, though. I don't know. Some dude that on like Twitter? mumble talk. Yeah. Like, uh, there, no. there was Another some interview rapper? with him. I don't X-X know if it's a mumble rapper. They were trying to ask him a question in some interview. And they were like, I'm sorry, what was that? And he was like. Was it Post, Post Malone? No. How do you fucking make this shit Rapper takeoff. Oh, Amigos. That's why. Yeah, who's that? Migos, they're terrible. Hmm. One of them died? Oh, I thought it said rapper takeoff finally shot. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I said fatally shot. Takeoff, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, takeoff. Never garbage. Yeah, heard. Migos, terrible. Yeah, he was talking on some interview and they're like, I'm sorry that I asked him three times. He's like, you know, I'm just holding on, looking at my son with infinite fontaine. I was like, I was like, what the fucking boom hour did you just fucking say? That's how they rap too. I was Same like, shit. the fuck? And he did yeah. it again. And I was like, that's such bullshit. You know, it's you don't the, talk like that. I think it's the Versace, Versace, Versace. Like if they caught him in his house, you'd yeah. be like, how come we're no, out of, how, we're out of egos? Who, who ate all the egos? That's yeah. how he really talks. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Is there any more Aunt Jemima <laughs> in the cupboard? <laughs> they took her face off. <laughs> Land of Lakes. What about Uncle Ben's? I had to text Brad the other day because I fell into a little Lupe fiasco. What's a Lupe fiasco? Rabbit hole. He's a rapper. I saw him do like a live rap on Sway, and it was really fucking on point. I was like, holy shit. Mine's fiasco. I'm I'm making mine in fiasco. It was crazy. It was one of the best freestyles, like the most nuanced, like intentional, intelligent, 
like it wasn't just that he was rhyming. He was like setting up. Most the of them are freestyles like, anymore, though. That's like true. They, though. They, that's true. They write them and they memorize that's them, true. and they, they. I mean, it is freestyle because they put it on whatever beat, right? Like, and and they do switch, but yeah, like it's a, not really. It's I not thought, Harry yeah. Mack freestyle. Yeah, Harry Mack's like legit like, freestyle you know, on the street. Yeah, yeah, Eminem in the you know in the the club, you know. But I didn't like any of his rabbit, music. You know. No, I don't. His, like I was like, he's a good rapper, so and he's a good. He can write a good verse, but I was like, his music fucking sucks. Yeah, he he's kind of a um, like a skateboard rapper, like you know, like the yeah, um, kind of crossover music. But uh, he he has some feature songs that he's on on other people's stuff. That's that dope. He's fucking yeah, because the beats Get are that different. Good beat, yeah, yeah, and and uh, he's really good. He is good. He's from uh, Chicago, I, I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, he he is good, but I just don't like his music, like his normal stuff. So I'm all about Harry Mack. I keep waiting for him to go back to regular life. He's on like some crazy world tour right now because hmm. normally he just does like tons of shows in L.A. because that's where he's from. He just yeah. does like small shows in L.A. all the time. And I was, I'm like, I totally fucking. I think he got he got kind of big. He did get kind of big. So you like, have his, TikTok you have his mug. Up. I do have his mug. Journey is coming to Bakersfield and Toto is opening for Nobody them. cares. No, I'm just because Toto's opening. I'm sorry. Where are they? Playing? I mean, if it was really Journey, but it's not Steve Perry. It's like the Asian guy that replaced the Filipino guy. Yeah, Filipino guy. Is yeah. playing Africa? Who? Steve the Filipino? Yeah. 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 His name is. Yes. Yeah. That dude does sound just <laughs> like him. He sounds him. Just, just like, like him, dude. But it ain't Steve Perry. Like, no. Which just sucks. But I don't know. I'd still be tempted to go to that. It's, uh, it's like, I don't know. There's cheap tickets for like 45 bucks. You see that footage where someone dragged Steve Perry on stage? And he fucking mm. just knocked it out or what? Just fucking knocked it out. Why does he need just to like Steve, old, Steve like, the Filipino? No, the real Steve Perry. And he was uh, like at a concert and there was footage and someone on stage, like whoever was doing the concert was like, and ladies and gentlemen in the house today, it's like Steve Perry. He was like, I don't suppose you want to come up here and sing, Steve. And he was like, yeah, sure. And he got up there and they fucking put on, I forget what song it was, one of the huge Don't ones. Stop Believing. I think it was Don't yeah. Stop Believing. Don't and he just fucking believing. slayed it. Like anyone yeah. you hear like that's that old, like they, they're still, they're not a hundred percent. Yeah. Usually like they're, the, but the yeah. diaphragm. He fucking, I mean, impeccable. I was just yeah. like, God damn, that guy's amazing. Some of them are pretty good. Fuck. You know, I saw the other day, uh, it was on a reel or something. It was the, 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 um, the dude that sings the, uh, uh somebody I used to know. Uh, oh, yeah. Gautier. Somebody that I used to know. That Gautier. one. Oh. Yeah. Gautier. The acapella. He was doing like an acapella. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, the motherfucker can sing. Like it was fucking clean. Dude, there's a, there's like, a video of a, got chills. There's like, a video of a janitor good. and they're like yeah. setting up karaoke for all these little kids. And he's up there on the stage, moving the mics around. And he's like, check, 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 check. And then he fucking oh, starts singing. Yeah. Don't stop believing her. Fucking journey. I think it's don't it stop believing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, what so. the fuck? If everybody there is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah it was. It's like, I mean, it's like, wow. Yeah, some, I mean, you watch shows. You know, I mean, we, that feel, we have he goes home and drinks shows, Miller, you know? but like he sounds like yeah. fucking Steve Perry. We have all these like, talent shows, though. You know, I mean, fuck. Uh, what was the first one? The uh, not America's Got Talent, but the singing one, Simon. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about Kelly Clarkson. X fucking, Factor. No. no. You know what I'm talking American about. American Idol. American Idol. Oh, yeah, oh, that one started okay. it all. 
But yeah, the, yeah, these fucking random people from a random yep. situation in a random place. I heard they get up and knock shit out. It, yeah. It's not all random. They, fucking, no, I'm, they I'm put sure plants in the yeah, line, I'm and sure. it's like people that need a recording contract, so it's a way to get them publicity. Yeah. So I heard that like a lot of those fools. It's like, but sometimes they get beat out. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, this is our up and coming person. Let's just put him in here, and then we have all this footage about how their dad died right. of cancer. Like, oh, this is so yeah, sad and, story. And, and I, mean, I know that might I, started later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it did start because I remember there were because. Erica and I watched several seasons of it and there was one point where Jimmy Iovine showed up and he was like the, for the whole season, he would like coach people like one day a week was the Jimmy Iovine session and he would sit down and tell them how to fucking make the song better and hit the notes and whatever. I promise you that those Jimmy Iovine years were him putting people on contract in the line, you know, because that motherfucker is a master of, of, marketing and all the rest of it i was pretty hooked on fucking american idol one of my friends from high school was back like in the day top i really fucking was 12 really yeah amy adams she got top 12 that's fucking kind of crazy did i know someone on there yeah i, she, think remember, she I remember there was someone from bakersfield that got yeah. kind of high up the what yeah. i remember there's the been a few people from bakersfield actually she got she got back to bakersfield and thought she was all the shit you know like fucking yeah i was on the you still don't have right. a job bitch yeah, and the funny thing is, that? most of the people that She's have become in, like in the music, though, yeah, like aside what, from what, what's Kelly, album? I don't know man. exactly. I'm not sure, jeez. Exactly. Like, I think the majority of people so that have really become famous brand. from American Idol, like, never won American Idol. No, it's the, the yeah, the up and comers second place. Like, what's his I think, name? I don't think uh, Kelly Stutter. Clarkson didn't win. No, I don't no, think she won. She won. Did she win? Yeah. Not that, that she cat. got second or whatever. I thought the kid no, with the funny hair. No, there's the country girl. Who's the country girl? Oh, she might have. Oh, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. There's a um, ton of people that came. What's from that. his name? The guy that sings for Queen now, just like gay oh, as the Ruben day is Stutter. long. No, Adam Lambert, I think. Adam Lambert, I think that's his name. I mean, he's amazing. I mean, he's a ama- like top, like world he was quality. On yeah, he current. He's like the lead singer for Queen now because really? they were like, oh, he's good enough to fucking make up for Freddie Mercury. Oh yeah, Adam Lambert, Queen. I mean, the guy's amazing. I don't know. But he didn't win. But he won. But yeah. he won. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then some people, yeah, some people win and nothing much comes right. of it after right. that. Right. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. American Idol 2009. Yeah. Huh. No, he he crushed it. I think, oh, does he sing Queen? He does. Yeah. He sings We Are the Champions yeah. on American Idol 2009. And now he sings for Queen. Yeah. How fucking amazing is that? Like, like very short. Like, I think like right away they were like, yo, do you want to tour with <laughs> us? Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Do you Sorry, wanna, Freddie. Like, shit. We just got somebody else doing it right now, but we totally want you to do it. I mean, he can sing. I'm not really a fan of him, though. I mean, that's cool. He got to sing with Queen, but like, I don't know. This is more dramatic undertone weirdness with that guy. Oh, for sure. But yeah. he can fucking yeah. slay on yeah. a microphone. Yeah, I've seen some. some there's been some. Good singers over the years come out, but yeah. who knows? Those like shows said. like that are just fucking guilty pleasures, man. Yeah. You fall into one and you're just fucking stuck for the season. Man, I, was, I liked when um, uh, Terry Crews was hosting um, America's Got Talent. Oh, he's not doing it anymore? I don't know. I don't know if he is anymore. I was watching that for a while, though, because you saw some, not just the music stuff, like music, All kinds whatever. of random weird shit. Dude, you saw yeah. fucking like like the crazy knife, the daring knife people, like with the fucking dude spinning on the board and they're throwing fucking knives. Yeah, and like, yeah. Holy shit. And that shit's, and shooting apples off each other's heads yeah, with real shit. fucking bow and arrows. Crazy like, shit. That shit's real. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers get shot and shit, you yeah. know, like. 
There's some, but some of the uh, magicians and shit that came out on there were amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there was some fucking people that were just crazy good, Real, uh, super talented. Reality television is like 100% about the fucking director and the producer. Because sure. so much yeah. of it is just garbage. It's so they try to string out some thirty second moment into thirty minutes of rehash drama, yeah. and it's like it's not. And some of them are just so good, you're just fucking hooked. Yes, and it's like it's the same dumb shit. It's the same yeah. fucking thing. But this production crew knows exactly. It's like American Pickers. I know it's half fake, but something yeah. about the way it's directed, something about it's like I can watch that shit forever. Yeah, but I there's other ones that are the like knock it. On the door thing that like, hey, oh, my name's Mike. Yeah, come on, we got this flyer here, and we're looking for these break. things. You're yeah. like, bitch, they're mic'd up. Like we're not dumb. Yeah, like they're, already, they're <laughs> yeah, mic'd yeah. up. Yeah, but some of those things, like that one episode where they go to that fucking guy's house and he's got like a fucking two mile underground yeah. tunnel made out of yeah. rainbow two by fours. Yeah, and all shit. You're like, what in the fuck? Yeah, there's some cool. You find some cool stuff. Yeah, they do. But yeah, the charade of the other part is like just yeah. we, we'd all be fine. You know, they called you. Like, hey. They called you to be on the show, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you didn't. I find mean, him. even if they did randomly run into this house, Danielle was looking. We're for still him. not filming no. them run into the house. No. Like even if they did drive by and they're like, "Yo, we need to pick that house," they still had to fucking show up have them sign NDAs, have them sign, you know, all the shit, get mic'd up, then film them. So even if they did really storyboard the fucking walk, you know, like, Oh, we're going to go back to this trailer. Then we're going to check this. And you're not going to walk into there, not knowing if there's anything good. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're going to go through and be like, it might happen a little bit though, but like, Oh, there's the Harley, but maybe they didn't know there was the fucking, no, no, no. I'm saying they they know there's certain things there that they're going to like, that they're going to be after. Like there's no, but I would be, I think everyone would be fine if they just showed up and they're like, Hey, what's up? Yeah, we made it. It was a long drive. Whatever. I know, uh, you know, she called sure. her and set up the appointment. Let's let's go see what you got. Like, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't need the, the flyer. The, the fake, you Fucking know, flyer. Yeah. I wonder if you can get download one of their flyers. I want to see. What does that flyer look like? Yeah. No, exactly. It. What they does it show say? It to yeah. It's all, this is bullshit. This is really <laughs> happening. You've been mic'd up for hours. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> So what we're going to do, we're going to hand you this flyer. That's what happens. Yeah. No, it's exactly what happens. That's what would have to happen. Door. Yeah. We're going to meet and greet. Yeah. And uh, speaking of meet and greet, you mm-hmm. should put El Yucateco on your meat and greet it in your mouth. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was trying. Putting your own meat. That's, that's tough. I don't know. We didn't, uh, yeah, we didn't pick a winner that. yet, so I had to go with something. Because we do it on the second episode now. It's planned. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a plan. Yeah, it's a plan. That's, that's just pure laziness. Yeah. Is all. Nah, it's because it's we're scrambling to make this even fucking happen. Well, I've already so, got, yeah. I mean, I've got like the contender, oh, okay. but I don't want to just say this is the this is You got to put cotton balls in your mouth if you're going to say that line. Nothing? No? You didn't. Didn't you put cotton balls in no. his mouth? Yeah, yeah I, guess I think you, you did. did. Yeah. yeah. Marlon Brando reference. But that wasn't the right role, though. No, I thought he did that. Uh, Not as Godfather. No, no, it wasn't. No, we said it could be a contender. It wasn't Godfather. It was, uh, what's it called? Um... Oh, what's that movie? Bridge Over the River Quiet. Yes. Yeah. Well, I took film class at BC and watched all that <laughs> shit. Well, but he only had the cotton balls in his mouth for The Godfather. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dang, so this guy knows. Could have so been a contender. Don Corleone. I should get some points, though. I could look yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple you, points. You get yeah. some, could have been a contender points. Okay. Yeah. Those classes made movies weird for me. 
they do that. Yeah, like score and lighting and just all kinds of weird shit. Cinematography. Like, oh, and it's like, shit. Fucking, now I'm aware of this shit. Yeah, I'm constantly looking at like how shots are framed. I was uh-huh. watching Step Brothers today and I was like, that was beautiful. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. When they're in the front yard and they're like facing each other, just standing there with their yeah. arms on their sides, like fucking very Napoleon Dynamite-esque. God, that's a good movie. I fucking love that movie. I have never watched that whole movie. Oh, God, that movie's so I've seen parts good. of it that are, like, super funny, but I've never actually, like, sat down and just watched. It's so good, Step dude. Brothers. It starts out, like, Max is like, can I watch Step Brothers? I was like, fuck yeah, you can watch. He's like, I heard it's really inappropriate. I was like, I, it is, but fuck yeah, you're watching Step Brothers. Let's watch that <laughs> shit. And right away, dude, he's like, I just want to stick my face between those breasts. Like, when he's trying to get yeah. a speech, and he's like, I'm sorry, this has never happened. And they're just, like, telling each other all the shit while they get ready to bang in the fucking hotel <laughs> will ferrell pulls his fake balls out drags them all over fucking john c Riley's drum set just slapping it's not the balls. names in the movie oh, uh, we haven't done will ferrell have his name fucking it's like bread and he worked yeah. at PetSmart. It's, it's sort of gone. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah, it is like, it is. Yeah, it's like Brett and he worked at PetSmart. He'd, he'd be a worthy topic, I think. <sighs> Man, fuck yeah. Probably. That movie's great, though. Some people don't like Will Ferrell. I love him. I like Will Ferrell. You got to watch that movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And as always, we want to thank our patrons. Um, if you are a patron, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, means the world to us. It keeps us uh, motivated. Um, it keeps us... Uh, uh, Wanting to do the show even more. It keeps us in ramen, even though ramen's more expensive now. Um, and, uh, in all of the crazy financial got, bullshit going on, we appreciate trendy. it even more. You know, ramen got trendy. Did it? Yeah. I think that's what happened. It might be. I only buy Shin Black, though. I catch it on sale, six ninety nine for the four pack, which that's is pretty pricey. pricey, but it's fucking so it's much better. It's a joke. You got to eat two packs spicy. of the other one. Yeah. Pretty three? pricey, but yeah, pretty yeah, spicy. Yeah. You have to eat three. two packs. I've never done three. Uh, three. I went lot. through a COVID run, like during the mega lockdown, and I ate a shitload of the Shin Shin Red, the green. I ate some off brand, like their veggie oh, one. Oh, I've never had that. I had some panda good. ones. They're like panda brand. I was and the getting noodles, crazy for a while. The noodles were really good. The fucking spice though, the seasoning wasn't, terrible. Wasn't uh, there? Bad. I mean, yeah. well. It was okay. It just tastes more like a broth, Dude, though, not like a salty. My yeah, favorite fucking, thing, you know. man, is a fucking sandwich and some shin black, and I eat a fucking, I put, I put either black Elucateco or triple X, just depends, but I dip my fucking sandwich in that shit mm. with San Luis yeah, garlic sandwich. Fuck. That was one of my favorite meals. Like, if it rains, I'm making that. Yeah. For sure. It doesn't have to rain. Yeah. It's getting great. Yeah, my back is hurting like a mother. Yeah, like, mine is too, like, man. I feel like a WWF wrestler did a back break wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like around the center of my back. He just fucking bent over. But you can go to patreon.com backslash King podcast. If you like the show, quick way to support um, just for a buck. Uh, you get bonus episodes. There's tons of it. If you like the funny 20 or you want to hear us do the Q and a, um, we share a lot of, like we try to make the regular episodes somewhat evergreen. If there's ever a moment where we talk about like, Oh, what happened at Christmas or Halloween or what's going on in our lives and things that'll sort of date stamp it. We always tend to do that on the bonus episodes. There's a lot more, uh, personal stories and things like that in there. But, um, yeah, so that's one way that you could support the show if you like it. And as always, you can go to uh, podbelly.com to find some good information on podcasts and on podbellies and on bellycasts and belly pods. There's a lot of different variations. There's a lot of variations on that site. It's worth worth looking at. Mm-hmm. So our topic um, is the fire Festival. And it was a weird thing of 
coincidences lining up in my brain. Cause a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember the joke, whatever. It was just some random joke on the James Corden show. And he made a joke about the fire, like it being as successful as the fire festival. And I didn't really understand the reference or get the joke, but based on how hard Reggie Watts was laughing, I was like, Oh, that must've been a good joke. And then I looked it up and saw it. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if that's written, put it in the back of my brain. Didn't think about it again. And then like last week, I just randomly saw pop up in my newsfeed that the guy from the fire festival just got out of jail. And I was like, that's too random coincidences about the fire festival. And then once I started looking into it, I was like, this is some fucking crazy shit right here. It's wild. <laughs> it's man. fucking wild. This guy was a fucking huckster. Dude. Yeah. He could have been like a super successful fucking CEO or, or cult leader. Probably. Hmm. Yes. Like he's so charismatic. For sure. I don't, man, I watched his interviews though. And You're it was talking about Ja Rule, right? He's cringy. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's cringy to, fucking try cringy. to watch talk. Yeah. It's like, Oh man. But he fucking sells it, dude. He fucking just gets people to give mo- dollar after millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, and I don't know. Like I, I know everyone's like fraud scam, whatever, but I think he had like, he fucked up cause the app was a good idea and like it became a thing. Like, the app was a good yeah. idea. Ja Rule like, actually did it. Yeah. Under a different name yeah, yeah. Icon, icon yeah so it, but like the festival was like man the right was on the wall. i guess he just kept thinking oh, it was enough what, money acon got busted for they thought he was icon mm. and they put acon in jail i don't, I don't watch you don't know acon uh-uh. oh wow acorn you lost black points i did <laughs> i lose them all the time <laughs> so I was not expecting that. I was like a trust fall. You just let me hit that. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't even hold your hands out. Well, for sure. What happened? We always that. always agree. Oh, you could just just say yeah. Yeah. You just say yeah. Yeah, Akon. Yeah, you know, Akon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, the guy was a, an excellent fraudster. Um. And the whole like in summary, he uh, Billy McFarlane, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What was his name? Um, he, uh, did some startups, rustled a bunch of money and had what at first started as a really good idea, but then went fucking sideways quickly. Like he got way out of his depth and just kept, you know, like one of the guys in the documentary, there's a, there's a, a documentary on Netflix that goes into a lot of details on it. And like one of the guys who's being interviewed throughout the documentary towards the end of the documentary, is like, you know, the whole time we were doing this, I was just on the fence. Is Billy McFarlane a liar or is he just that good? Yeah, he's a genius. And he's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, you know. I wow. think he's but, like, I have a friend like that who lies like that and I and he can't help it. But I think that his intent, because obviously he wanted to be successful and there was no way out cleanly if it failed. So right. why would you do it if you thought it was going to fail? Um, and I think he just kept, I mean, obviously he does lie, but he's lying to get more money to try to fix the situation. So he's like, for sure. He yeah. kept, li- he kept doubling down on lies to get yeah, more to money get to more fix money, the last thought, disaster. Like, just fix this and we yeah. just make it through it. Then everything's going to be fine. And he got away with doing it lots of times prior on a much right. smaller scale, right. but he just went too big. Yeah. His he ego got a hold of him. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was interesting, did you watch the Hulu documentary or just I started Netflix? watching it and they start, but I didn't get to finish that one. I watched the entire Netflix one. It was like two fucking hours long. Yeah, it was long, long ass long. Doc. It was but the Hulu one started out with disaster. I didn't care for that as much. Like I liked how the Netflix one Built led up, up to, to it. it. Yeah. And I knew because of media, like, you yeah. know, it's like, it's going to go to shit, but at least you're like, well, maybe let they, me take like, this ride. Yeah. Like they, they revealed it slowly as, as it unfolded. But one of the articles that I read, um, 
made an interesting point about that documentary, which was that because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, they like all of it has been filmed. Right. The entire disaster and post disaster and other laws he broke. Yeah, man. There he were film crews there for all of it. And I was like, how is it that we're seeing this footage? Right. Like this has to be like, who owns this footage? What the fuck is going on that we have, we are seeing live time, every fucking thing that goes down. Was it fuck Jerry? They, they stayed with it the whole time. I think that was the name of whatever the group was that they hired. Was they saying the thing? Fuck no, Jer- I think it was a, di- it was a different group. Okay. The, the media group that did it, like was part of the planning of the fire festival Mm. and was filming everything. So they owned all the footage because they were filming it. But then like in the documentary, they're like conspicuously left out of all of it. Mm. It was like, we kind of fucked everything up too, but since we own the footage, we're just leaving ourselves out of this. I know they mentioned fuck Jerry because that's winners, right? History. They put in charge of it. And at the time it was like, they were still small because they became a huge thing. But um, they did definitely mention them in the documentary. So yeah, I think it might've been a different group. I I think I have also fires people because as soon as, as soon as people like show any type of like descent, descent, he's like, well, we're a solution based uh, company. So if you want to leave, you can, because we're going to figure this out. Right. Which that's a good attitude to have. I mean, in a lot of cases that works probably. So, um, starting off like just to the, you know, smart kid, um, supposedly the New York post doesn't necessarily trustworthy said that at 13, he founded, um, uh, an outsourcing startup app for web designers, which wasn't like super successful or anything, but it's like, if that's true, yeah, yeah, it shows you this hustle, um, and all this stuff that he's got, he, he grows up, you know, his parents were real estate developers. So he grows up in, you know, not necessarily wanting, I don't know that they were rich or anything, but, um, at least an upper middle class uh, situation, um, went to Bucknell university. He drops out his freshman year and he starts an online advertisement platform called spling. It's a weird Such name. a bad name. I don't like that. Um, and it basically it it pretty much fell apart because it was there were other services that already existed that did the same thing and already had clientele so he was kind of rediscovering the wheel when it came to spling but um again i mean he had the hustle and the brain to be like, I'm fucking 18. I'm dropping out of college. I'm going to launch this startup. And he actually did it. It just couldn't compete in the marketplace. So again, it just shows his hustle. Um, you know, it remind me a lot of his like John McAfee. Like, I feel like that's how the, I think that's where this ends. I think he's slowly mm-hmm. like, cause right now he's like young and it's like this thing, but I think he gets, he's going to get more grandiose and delusional. Probably. Like, I don't think it's over. No, it's not I mean, over. Like, he's we'll back get out. There. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> um, I mean, this is kind of like, <clears throat> I feel like it's a s- small scale Odessa project. You know what I mean? Like, like with the shit that happened, you know what I mean? Like, cause they get into some crazy shit. Yeah. And, and it's like how with them not making any money really, you know what I mean? Like they didn't really make any fucking money in no. the beginning, Mm-mm. but they were flying on private jets. They were yeah. fucking doing all this shit. Yeah. Ja, ja money like how, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe, but like, yeah, they didn't like, it's fucking crazy. Like the shit, you know, that they get into. Right. How did they get to this point in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think it's like, um, a little track thing. What are you worried about it for? Just so you can see where we're at. You're you're worried about it. (laughs) I wasn't going to call, I was not going to call attention to it until you did, but 
Because we'll I'm, I'm the Jamie and the Brent. We'll cut it out in post. Um, but no, I think you it was just not. he just kept doubling down. He would borrow. He would borrow. He would borrow. Like every borrowing, every hustle was paying off the last hustle, which was paying yeah. off the last yeah. hustle, which was paying off the last hustle. And that's fucking unsustainable. But in 2013, he started uh, what he kind of billed as a credit card company, but it wasn't a credit card company called uh, Magne- Magnesis. Magnesis? Yeah. Magnesis. Magnesis. It's kind of cool, and, though, because uh, it makes like a fucking clout card that you can just like code over your fucking regular bank card onto it. So it's really just your B of A card or your fucking regular ATM card. Right. That's working on that card. But when mm. you pull it out, people are like, damn. Well, you can still get that right now. You can still get that card. Like there's no different. There's companies out there that if you send them your credit card, they read the strip. They take, they take your chip out. They put it in a metal thing that you can customize and have laser engraved and all this shit. They look kind of badass actually. And they just transfer the magnetic stripe onto this card. They put your RFID chip in it and you've got this fucking dope, like metal customized Hmm. card. I'm I'm not interested in it because my fat ass would sit on it and bend it. I could do all that. I have the fucking, I have a bunch of shit like that. I could do that. I bet I could do it. But this was was more than that. So it was kind of billed as its own credit card, even though that that isn't what it was. And he's also, you know, he's really good at kind of sideways billing things like, oh, it's a new credit card. But it really isn't. It's it's just your credit card. Yeah, exactly. Um, But the whole point was that it got a lot of clout in specifically New York because he basically um, rented like a, like parts of a, of a brownstone that were like super well decorated in a really nice neighborhood. And it was like the clubhouse for Magnesis members. Hmm. And like, he was a good enough hustler that like, if you did have a, have that card, like this hot nightclub and this hot restaurant, like you could get a table easier and you could get into VIP Hmm. access because you had this card. I was thinking about like the structure of that. He's probably just paying him like, Hey, I'll give you 10 grand a month. If you let these people get a table. That's why you would do that. That's why stores accept certain yeah. payments that's yeah. why places take paypal and some places don't right. either because you want to accept it because you need it so people can use it or if you're fucking target you either have paypal or some other payment method on your fucking website because right. somebody's paying you to have it on there right that's how that works yeah exactly and so that's the same shit that had to be what he did and that it. makes sense yeah i mean it, it, that's yeah. not shady there's nothing shady about that. no it, this endeavor itself i don't think was especially shady he wanted to to make it kind of like the american express it's black exclusive. card yeah which exclusive. is probably the most that i know of the most exclusive credit card that you can get yeah um they only you you don't apply for it they call you and offer it yes um there's no spending limit at all. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I'm going to buy a buy fucking $7 million dollar mansion. He's got to just put it, it on my American express. Yeah, black. At the end of the month. And it's like, yeah. Um, but, uh, the, but he wanted to, ha- to kind of have that same exclusive, you know, feel to it. And at one point, um, for some reason he latched on to, to jaw rule. Cause someone said that could get him connected with him. So he like knew someone that said they could get, well, yeah, ja cause he, he knew celebrity. Yeah. yeah. He knew someone that, well, no, he tracked someone down that, yeah. that said, if you give me $500, I can get you to Jaw Rule. Yeah. And he gave him $500. And then he said, okay, I'm really getting you to yeah. this guy. And then he got him to another guy. And that guy said, for $1,000, I'll get you a meeting with Jaw Rule. Right. And then he gave that guy $1,000. And then he 
got him into the room with Ja Rule and he worked his fucking Jedi magic and Ja Rule was instantly on board. He became like the spokesperson for Magnesis. He would go to a lot of the Magnesis events. So now there's like a celebrity involved. So it's like, oh, fuck that Magnesis party. You had fucking Ja Rule at it last weekend. And you're like, oh, fuck, I want to get that right away. Yeah. So everybody became members. And then that was when he started to do fake it till you make it. And he was like, he got a fucking Bentley and he would only fly in a private jet. A Maserati. A Maserati. And he was like, he would like do things like, you know, if you were a Magnesis person and you were like, oh, we're going to do a Magnesis event in Chicago, like you can just come with us on the Magnesis jet, right. which is just some private yeah. jet they rented, you know, right. and he would always do this to like, or for investors. So you see this fucking kid roll yeah. up in a Bentley and he just got off of a private jet and you're asking hell, you for $4 million. You're a hell of a well, lot more likely what, to give that's him That's what I said that the company was worth $90 million and they only did about $60,000. 60, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking to just be like, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, technically if there's nothing about your company on the market, like nobody knows anything about it and you're just like yeah we're a 90 million dollar company you know right just starting out nobody fucking knows especially if you look the part yeah you know what i mean and like you're hanging you, out with you jaw rule in a private yeah, jet. Out, yeah right you have you have a private jet and you're yeah it just becomes fraud though yeah like because now you're you're, you're defrauding your yes. you know you're in you're, 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 you're artificially investors. inflating yes. the value of your company to investors yeah. which is ultimately what he goes to jail for yeah. you know um but uh the um they would do like hotel discounts like wine tastings at their loft that they had yeah they would do like you know have public you know private speaking engagements from like you know pub, you know public speakers that would come Just little shit like that so you had you were part of this club yeah and i'm sure if you were of a certain you know social status like if you were like a fucking investment banker who fucking made a bunch of money and you were in your late twenties and you lived in New York, you were probably all over this shit. Like it was going to just guarantee you some really cool nighting events, you know, on the weekend. And, um, so he ends up, and I'm sure a lot of those people made even more money and invested in his next shit. But so Magnesis is kind of the thing that, that really kind of launches him. Um, it spreads to Chicago. Um, and according to him, it had tens of thousands of members. Um, it started with 500. He claims it went up to tens of thousands, but with his fucking I never did see, ass, like, what yeah. the, what's the subscription? What's the buy-in? Like they that? never it said. Must, yeah. I never saw what it said. There were probably it. multiple buy But that was a lie, because whatever he said, if he said 90 million and they only had $60,000 of income. <laughs> and he said there were 10,000 members. So there's 10,000. Like, there's maybe about 100. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what you can boil it down mm-hmm. to. Like there was members, just not. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it got like social media buzz. Like there were stories about it, this Magnesis card. And so, you know, and he was really good at building. Because there was probably people that went that weren't members. That went with somebody else. Get them to be members. Right. You know, so it looked like there was more people there probably all the time. Or you were, you know, the guy that you work with was a member and you went to a thing with him and you were like, fuck, that was tight. You know, not as tight as cornbread, but no. Um, not much as tight as cornbread. No, not much. So uh, he ends up basically at this point, Ja Rule was already trying to create an app that was um, kind of like what Cameo became. That's what I but thought. But in like yeah. a bigger scale. So the premise at the time was to get bigger scale stars than what Cameo typically has. 
but to have someone be able to directly book them through this app instead of having to go through a talent agency. Because yeah. normally it's like, if you want to book Eminem, good well, luck, get in touch with his Cameo agent just, somehow. Cameo just has them do messages. You know what I mean? So like you're, you know, and timed events. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. that's, that's something. But like for the most part though, Cameo started as just an online. Like, only. Hey, you can have fucking so-and-so like say this record you a video. That, yeah. yeah. Say what's up to my buddy, you know? Right. Because I was actually looking at Cameo and you can also do like a lot of the people are you set up a time and they'll do a live chat with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's usually like, you know, 10 minute increments like Mick Foley does it for five hundred dollars for a 10 minute video chat. Which, I mean, shit, cool. that's, that's 10 actually bucks, really close. 10, 10, like, 10, 10 minutes for $500. Like, w- why not? Yeah, exactly. And Someone if you was have trying to talk shit like, dude, just prostitution. I was like, that's not a problem. No. Dude, you're, like, they're already getting paid to be an entertainer. Yeah. It's that just and a smaller you, scale. You would go to right. a con to, you would go to a Comic Con to have somebody sign a book. They ain't free. Yeah. Some are fucking hundreds. hundreds you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just depends on, you think Stan Lee fucking signed books for free? Fuck no. Fuck no. And just like, like if you loved money. fucking Mick Foley and you had five hundred dollars burning a hole yeah. in your pocket, you could just fucking shoot the shit with him for ten minutes. Yeah. Right. You could like, put it on your Melanese card or whatever exactly. the fuck it is. Yeah. Melanese. <laughs> yeah. Your fucking melanoma card. Yeah. So uh, it's a fruit spread, I think. Yeah. Melanese. Melanese fruit spread. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up uh, wanting to create this thing called Fire, which was a me- the Fire Media Company, F Y R E. And the whole thing was McFarlane and Jaw Rule trying to build this app. So the whole thing starts with they hire like a legit team of app developers. Yeah. They've got office space in New York and they're built like, you know, and code I mean, writers. The, the, they're just developing an app. The idea sounds good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a good idea. Good timing, sure. like 2013. Yeah. That would have been right when to strike with something mm-hmm. like this. Um, they could if they would just stuck with that, it would have been successful. I probably. think so too. I yeah. mean, he might have sparked out of control and had fifteen right. jets and then fucked it all up, but right. like that would have been successful. And I mean, I I'm, I'm warranting that. Well, no, because in some Ja Rule really does not come off well in this documentary. Well, he's kind of he's probably in a ja fucking Rule. panic. He's yeah. like on the hook. Well, no, like but at the beginning, it's just him fucking hanging out, fucking drinking beer on a fucking beach with supermodels, and he's still being a fucking douche. He's just, I mean, he's Ja Rule. He's, kind of like <laughs> ja Rule. Yeah. he's yeah. probably used to just having chicks do whatever the fuck yeah. they want, but yeah. those were some high status chicks that For weren't sure. just groupies. Yeah. And they were like used to, like, they make big fucking money, yeah. and they're like, you want me to jump in the ocean, but why? Like, I'm not just running around doing whatever you say. Like, he's why are right. we jumping in the ocean? He's just singing his lyrics. And he's like, yeah. bro, you look good. Won't you back that ass up? Come here. Like, what? She's like, no. Like, towards the end when he's all fucking... But even then, he's still being a dick about it. Like, there's just a different level coming from him. Of douchery. Yeah. Yeah. But so they, they end up um, uh, coming up with this idea, and they, they fully build it. So a lot of the people in the Netflix documentary are, like, former app developers for fire and basically once they decided to do the music festival it was like okay so until five you're working on the app and after five you're working on the music festival i don't think it's the case because at the end they were like like the asian girl and the main developer they were like we were in the dark about what was going on and they were just they were still trying to fucking do the app shit and the fucking there was all that one the at the time he was like super young but the one that they ended up hiring to to book the events is the ponytail guy 
No, he's like no. the blonde. Oh, the like young, the, young dude. Like he was like, I worked all day for too. fire. Right. And then at night I, you know, I was having to do, like, I was basically Maybe working two full-time yeah. jobs. Um, but, uh, so that documentary gave me fucking anxiety, dude. It stressed <laughs> me out. I was like, fucking shit. What are you going to fuck up next? Like, what is, oh my God, I can't believe you went through with that. Yeah. I can't believe you said yes to that. Yeah. So it starts out and they're like, so we think like, they're like, we need to create some buzz for fire. And they decided that the thing to do was to launch some sort of a music festival. And the plan was to make it unlike any other music festival, to make it like a, a destination event for, you know, that costs more money and you get like a, a fucking place to stay. It's not just a music festival. It's like this entire environment and it's full of fucking famous people and supermodels and I you're mean, hanging out with and, them. And, and in and, concept and on paper, like how they planned it out better, like, and have more time, like that would be dope. Like it was, it could have been, really yeah, if, fucking the, cool. if they would have been patient and waited a year, like they could have pulled it off, you know? But, um, so they end up flying around They're in, Ja Rule's private plane and they're basically looking for spots in the Bahamas where they might be able to hold this event. And they end up flying over some random super small island with just a couple of buildings on it that has a full on fucking airstrip. And there's like no radio tower. There's no traffic control. What's it does, it's like, like to have that kind of money where you're like, hey, just land right there on the Bahamas, on the one right there. Land on that island. Well, that's basically what they did. They were, like, why does, they were like, why does this, why does this have a fucking airstrip? Right. Like, just land and let's find out. So they just land on some random fucking cocaine transactions <laughs> exactly, there. dude. So they land on this island, um, which is called Norman's K. And uh, it is. It was actually the former private island of Carlos Rivas, who was a kingpin of the um, Medellin cartel. They, so the whoever the current owners were, which were one step away yeah. from this guy, <laughs> you know, which means they weren't necessarily the best people to be in business with. Um, they told him. For the way it shakes out later is they said, if you give us a million dollars now and some amount, I can't remember how much later you'll be able to do your festival here. Um, and the one uh, thing that you can't do is under in any of your publicity, you cannot mention Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Like, so you owe us a million bucks. Don't mention Pablo kinda, Escobar. I, mean, I kind of don't think you'd want to do that anyway. You know what I mean? Because, like, getting reputable people to be like, hey, we got this island. No, nah, I think Escobar's. people like, it's like drug, sex, Maybe, and fucking yeah. music. Yeah, like, dude, that's yeah, just I guess, like, I guess yeah. at that level, to right. feel like you're like, ooh, yeah, this I'm is the like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, exactly. Jeffrey Epstein island. Yeah. Like, ooh, this is like, right. you know, sketchy. And how long into the process do you think it took before they mentioned Pablo Escobar. Oh, right away. Their very first post. Yeah. <laughs> Their very first media yeah. post. And he said, we bought an island. We bought an island. Buy an island. Of course. Right. Yeah. And then he told an investor that someone gave him an $8 million island. So just all this. So they could, fuckery. so they could profit later from the festival yeah. percentage or something. Yeah. Um, so, um, they go to that island and, uh, <sighs> they make a promotional video with jaw rule there and they hire an entire film crew, a director who's never directed anything before, 
and uh they get tons of like supermodels, like high end, like still to this day, like yeah. famous supermodels, Heidi like Clooms. yeah, Victoria yeah. Secret supermodels. They started to get social media influencers, which I didn't even know that was a term in 2013, but like the people who were the stars of YouTube and TikTok and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they were like, like, uh, which one was it? One of the Jenners. Kendall. Uh, Kendall. Kendall Jenner, like they paid her $250,000 to make make one post Mm -hmm. about this thing. But they get down there and they film, uh, which is where this filming starts. Like the filming begins at this thing while they're filming this promotional video. And this is where you see Ja Rule kind of being a douche. And they're like, it's the middle of the night. And he's trying to get one of these famous models to jump in the ocean so they can film it. And she's like, why am I jumping in the ocean? And he's like, because I paid a lot of money. Like, he's just like, fuck off. Like, he has no respect for any other people. No respect. (laughs) In unison. You couldn't even tell who said it. Me and Brad were on point. I had it in fucking stereo. Um, but yeah, so they filmed this thing and then the, which I don't, you know, they wanted this promo video to go viral and blow up. I don't like what happened. I don't think they intended was it blew up before the video was even out because now, cause they even said no one expected this aspect, which I don't know why you wouldn't expect this aspect. You have all these fucking famous supermodels, supermodels hanging yeah. out together, ja Rule. just taking their own pictures. Yeah. So it's like these three supermodels on Hashtagging a boat, take a selfie yeah. and they would hashtag fire festival and this yeah. Island and fucking whatever. Yeah. So they, this built up a buzz before they even dropped Hundreds the promotion. Of thousands of people yeah. seeing it. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? The fire festival. And there's all these supermodels yeah. and Ja Rule. You didn't even need to hire that guy that never directed before. Exactly. Like, and I think part of the appeal is it's also just a bunch of random fucking app developers and white dudes hanging out with supermodels and Ja Rule. Yeah. So you're like, what the appeal. fuck is this thing? Like I can actually be here with these people, yeah. like whoever those non-famous people are, yeah. you know? Um, so the, the video Brothers. sells it pretty hard though, bro. Yeah. That video does look like fucking paradise. And oh, like for sure. Jets and for sure. Blue water and beautiful women, beautiful fucking, Island, yeah. beautiful women, like diving in that wreck of a fucking drug airplane. Yeah. There's like, like an the, old the, sunken the, plane that like cool. was carrying cocaine. It's like yeah. the Phuket video. To get you to go to Phuket, Thailand. Oh, right. yeah. It's beautiful. Like yeah. all this. They don't tell you that milk is fucking $80 a gallon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, uh, yeah, Kendall Jenner, Emily Radajowski was one of the big models. Um, and uh, she was the only one Kendall of the Jenner people that were young, paid. Dude. Yeah. Of all the people that were paid, she was the only one who actually used the hashtag ad. Mm. Um, and again, it's against the law, I guess, for these people to be pushing these things without mentioning that it's an ad. Uh, yeah. Um, so the FCC was looking into, or the FTC rather was looking into it because a paid post had to be shown as an ad, not just as a paid post, which I have mixed feelings about. Part of me is like, yeah, that's true. Like you're advertising. You should make it clear that this is an advertisement. But then part of me is like, well, fuck off. It's my account. Like, hey, what, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, what do you care? You know, I don't know. I, I have mixed. There's a bunch of shit that happens when we post it. It always says like, this looks like an ad such and such. Like it, I don't know. There's, yeah. there are weird rules, but yeah. I don't think we're violating anything. So, um, the, oh yeah, I guess it was the fuck Jerry media. Yeah. Um, they produced the documentary, but they never really said that 
They said right in the beginning that they brought in fuck Jerry, but it was like a one minute section. Like, but apparently the art, the articles that I read, like indicated that they had a lot more to do with a lot of the downfalls later on, but that you never saw them doing it. Right. Like they were kind of left innocent in the whole process. But um, I mean, tons of people bailed through the process too. Oh, they for sure. Over food for crews sure. and media they crews. Fucking and, knew they're like this. Yeah, is shady shits. But it also out. explained why we have footage of everything because they wanna, wanted everything to be filmed. But I think if you're in project, you want to you want to hold on, dude. You're like, oh fuck, I'm over here with Ja Rule and Supermodels. Yeah. Like, if this works, I got to be on. I'm on the team right now. Yeah. Yeah. If I bail out, they're not letting me back in. Like, right. you like fucking ride it to the ground. Have, right. have you seen Project X? Mm-mm. The new one or the old 80s one? No, it's a new one. Oh, there's an old 80s one. It's there. not the same thing. Okay. Not, mo- not Monkeys Flying Planes? No. With Matthew Broderick. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. It's like uh, these high school kids that uh, have like this dude following them around, like these kids filming the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a filmed, like almost like Blair Witch Project. Uh-huh. Not not running through the forest, right. but like it's filming. <clears throat> and they're setting up. It's a birthday party. And this fucking birthday party just fucking like... It, everything leading up to it, you know, Akon shows up, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Akon, yeah. No, actually, no, no, but it, it's actually, it's a fucking, it's a good movie. Like it fucking, it's a, it's a movie that starts out like kind of lacking and then it just gets built. What's it on? Uh, you know what? I don't know. It's kind of a weird, huh. let me look and see what I can find. It's on the fire app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's a, it's just a, it's like an off. Um, I'm not even sure who made it. Or what it's on. You can only watch it if you're level. You can watch like it on YouTube. It looks like yeah. you can watch it on YouTube. Huh. So they sell the festival, put up a really well-designed website that shows different packages. Um, <clears throat> the It's crazy, though, that they, like, in their head, like, I don't care how much money you have, in the amount of time that they have allotted to them, to think that you're going to have mansions and yachts and houses on an empty there was one mansion there's no infrastructure it's not there's there. no like, water there's no electricity power. there there's well, nothing can, there and they and there i mean on the original island there wasn't even any root it was just all overgrown no, somebody, somebody just had rainforest yeah. like there was nowhere to fucking put yeah. unless you put everything on the fucking landing strip. like they're talking he's like you're gonna have to bring in like hundreds of toilets like porta potties like there's nothing here like yeah yeah he's like i don't know how you're gonna I do mean, that. even one of the like, we'll do it one yeah. of the earliest plans, which probably would have worked a lot better, was to just rent a cruise ship yep. and just have a cruise ship parked off of the island. Every member, everybody who's going to it stays at a different suite in the cruise ship, mm-hmm. and then they just get ferried in well, and out of the festival. Is, like, I mean, you know who, that would have worked. Whose yeah. idea that was? Was that fucking crazy dude that learned to pilot from Microsoft fucking... Yeah, from Microsoft... Simulator. Flight simulator. There's like this dude that he's like, yeah, I learned how to pilot on Microsoft Simulator. He's like, it's it's pretty affordable software. It's really accurate. I got my pilot license. Meanwhile, he's stalling the engine and doing like zero fucking gravity moves on him and doing all this crazy shit with the plane, but that's who comes up with a fucking cruise ship idea yeah and like in the next meeting the next day that's that's the solution that was what would have fixed a lot of it would have fixed the majority and then then they're like yeah we're not doing that and he's like oh and then like after that they're like yeah we're just going a different direction like we we probably don't need you anymore and kind of like softly let him go they're like that was the only way to make that shit that was the only way it could have worked but how are you gonna ferry all those fucking people off a cruise ship like i don't know if a whole fucking bunch of boats like that's the only logistical worry you have right now how do we get power to the stage? Well, how do we get a stage? Five thousand people there. Like how well, many boats? Gener- generators. How do how does a fucking cruise ship do everywhere. it? 
I mean, a cruise ship gets everybody fucking on and off to their furloughs. Like dock with some special stairs. I don't know. You have to build that. Yeah. I mean, you could do the bathrooms. You could do the generators. You could do water. Yeah, but the cruise ship know. would have had all that. All the no, at the end of the day, been, yeah, you, but not on the island though. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. You'd still need all that shit on the. You'd still need electricity be, and toilets on yeah, the island. The, the cruise ship would be cool because they'd have a place to stay. Right. That you know eliminates I mean? the need like, for yeah, for housing, but the people, and food, like the food. Yeah. You know, you're gonna. But they eat already on the sold ship. five thousand fucking tickets. And yeah. So they, tickets included yeah. villas and. So yeah, they sell out right away. And the basic ticket, the cheapest ticket, if you didn't have accommodations, you didn't have anything, it was $500 for the ticket. I don't know if that's crazy. I don't know what a fucking ticket to Coachella I mean, costs. Probably no, that It's probably way more now. Yeah, probably way more. Um, the VIP packages went up to $12,000. Um, they didn't really make a big deal out of it in the movie, but I know that a lot of people booked a really expensive package that was supposed to include airfare directly from Miami to this mm. little weird island. But once they got to Miami, they were like, what's next? Like, no one ever told us what's next. Like, where's our plane? And those are the lucky ones because they never yeah. fucking got, never got to the there. island, you know. Um, but it sells out right away. And yeah, it's all these things like the minimum. They said you're going to live in a, in a geodesic dome for two days, like on the beach to a maximum of you live in a mansion and have a private plane that takes you to the island and a chef and a chef, like that crazy stays private chef yeah. that's going to cook. And like, it's like all 12,000. That's nice. That's yeah. cheap. Yeah. yeah. So they advertised the lineup of 33 artists um, I didn't know who half of them were. I didn't know who most um, of them were. Pusha T I'd heard of Tyga designer with two eyes. Mm-hmm. Blink 182 was the headliner major laser, which everyone was making a big deal out of the fact that major laser was there. I saw a little mm-hmm. clip of the show. I was like, well, that is crazy. Like it was a crazy light show DJ okay. and crazy thing, but disclosure Migos, um, Lil Yachty, Skepta, Claptone, Lay Youth, Ten Snake, Blondish, like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if any of these are people that are real people. But um, some of them, like Major Loud Music, Island, like Major Laser, it turned out had never actually signed and agreed to do the festival. I don't even talk to anyone. But they were still being billed as members of the festival. So, um, but uh he was a real field of dreams guy like if yeah. you built it they will come he was just like banking yeah. on like i'll have enough money to offer them money they'll just come yeah they'll come so um and who cares they're not really doing it right <laughs> so in this first media I push think he planned to do it though. i think that, he did plan yeah. to do it yeah I mean, how are you gonna how are you gonna fucking get over the fucking mansions with the chefs like that, at that i think point, he thought money that, right? i think he, he like thought i can money. if i can hustle enough money and hire the right people they're gonna fucking pull this off I, I I don't know. Mm. But then again, like that guy said, no, he was a fucking liar to begin with. He was lying to himself. <clears throat> right. That's where he really yeah, messed up. You'd be so delusional that you don't see the outcome. Because like, like if, if, if he was out of it all. if he was realistic about it, they could have like, pulled like it off. Realistic fool. Yeah, realistic. Like not just kind of listic, like realistic. realistic. I don't know what that is. What are uh, you doing? It's a thing. Like I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. I don't know what that is. Like that. It's like realistic. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You guys I always do this in front of me yeah. Yeah. And the for, thing, for no reason at all. I wasn't making fun of you. I was trying to get a laugh and you just tanked it, bro. It was like the superstitious. Dave just laughed. I know what you guys are doing. I don't know if he tanked it. The laugh's happening. Dave laughed. Achievement unlocked. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Um, the thing that baffles me about all this is he. it wasn't like he had surrounded himself with yes men 
who were lying to him. No, people are telling him. Like, he, you people were that. like, this isn't going to fucking work. Yeah. Like we can't. And every time they would do that, he was like, we saw fired. 18 mansions. Yeah. Like they're not <laughs> right. There's no mansions. There. Right. So next thing mansions that happens is this video goes out. They sell out immediately. 5,000 tickets. They could and have done yurts. You know what I mean? For like, sure. People have stayed in yurts. For sure. Like, it's hot too, though. There's no AC. Yeah, like dude. A mosquito. Like a Woodstock. You're right, right there. there they're they're trying, trying to build, build, a, mud, try to build one mansion. Like, yeah. fuck a mansion with the in, yeah. like tile and stairs yeah. and fucking And the thing shit, is, like, like, it didn't even have anything to do with this. I saw, like, some random YouTube clip of someone talking about Woodstock and saying, like... Woodstock was a fucking disaster. It was the, oh, yeah. it was the dick suck guy that said that. He said, um, he's like, oh, was that in? Yeah, there? He's like, I kept telling my, I was in there. He said, I kept telling myself. He's like, no one talks about all those fucking cars from five miles. Right, they were blocking there. The disaster. No people one died of get drug overdoses. People died of ODs. The fucking rain. The mudslides. The rampant AIDS. Shit in the mud. Yeah. Like all the things that happened. He's like, yeah. no one talks about that. And he's like, maybe if that could be, if Woodstock, we could be the next Woodstock. Right. right. And I see where he's getting yeah. at because it's like, man, if the music just played even yeah. if it was fucking raining yeah. you know if the music just fucking played everyone would be out there in the fucking dirt <clears throat> and I mean, sand and people, mud and they wouldn't give a fuck you mentioned coachella it's the same <coughs> shit yeah. like it's a fucking shit fest of fucking just fucking drug drug and they even, fucking people listening to bands yeah. and tents you know what and I mean? they like, even interviewed i forget what festival he was with but some one of the people who organizes things like coachella yeah was like i think they talked to him about this and he was like that's not, that's not possible yeah. Like if you gave yourself 12 to 18 months, like we could pull this off. You want to do this in the next like three yeah. to six months on my birthday. Completely impossible. Like I do this for a living and I'm telling you this isn't going to fucking work. But, but again, they wouldn't listen yeah. to anyone who there was no reason. <clears throat> no, you know? like his shit's just, no, we need 18 mansions. Right. Like so the, the Island, the owners of the Island see this, a video yeah. come out about this it was paulo escobar's private island yeah. and they call him and they're like fuck off don't ever land here again you're not yeah. doing shit on our island one fucking thing we said I told you and you fucking yeah, did there's one rule so now they're like fuck so now they're going through the bahamas looking for a spot and all the islands are fucking you know it's fucking goldilocks yeah. zone yeah. like you know and they finally found um one uh called lost great, that money great exuma and it's the an great island, eczema. the great eczema. Yeah. And there's like a sandals resort on there, oh, okay. hotels, like all this stuff. So again, you're selling a bill of goods because the whole idea is this is a private island. But really the property they found on Grand Eczema, which is the only island that would give them a, give them a license to do this, was like half a mile away from a sandals resort. Mm. So you're not fucking this exclusive thing. And they, but like, again, they like drew out the picture of the thing on the flyer. Like they changed it and they just yeah. showed the edge of the place where you're at to make it look like it was so an you island. you didn't see the sandals. Like, it was yeah. actually the rest of a fucking <laughs> yeah. island. Yeah. yeah. And um again It was a busy it was like a holiday yeah, weekend there. It's it's there's two weekends in a row where they have a big racing regatta with like people from all around the world racing yachts through the Bahamas centered here. Yeah. So every like the hotels for that weekend are Thanks. booked a year in advance yeah. for every year's regatta. So it's like there, yes, this island has mansions. And has Airbnb places that you can stay at and has tons of fucking hotels, they're but they're all booked. Like, and again, if they would have said, Hey, push it back by two weeks, yeah, push it back by two weeks and we would have housing. And he's like, Nope, we're getting it done right yeah. here. You know? So no one has a place to stay. No one you can like, have the mansions. You could hire the chefs. You yeah. Have, it would all be right there. Power. In fact, it would water. probably be ideal because all the chefs and shit are still on the Island. Yeah. 
from last weekend. You could talk to him and <laughs> yeah. say, hey, we're going to yeah. pay you to stay. Book I out what happened is because like, all those people had tickets that had made accommodations and gotten their work schedules where they had like a fucking seven days off in a row or whatever for that he shit. For it. sure. He can yeah. move it. Yeah. Shit gets moved and canceled yeah. all the time. Concerts yeah. always get canceled. The island shit. sunk. We had to move it. <laughs> exactly. So um, <laughs> the they end up saying it's an island called Fire K. Um and it isn't a little of the last place and a little of them right, like to mix right. them together. Um, like Brangelina. It is. Yeah. They, uh, basically end up, um, having to do, um, they can get their hands on FEMA tents from hurricane Michael. Mm. So that's the only housing options. It and didn't look got, terrible, but it was like, <sighs> there's no power. There's no water. There's no plumbing. There's no Wi-Fi. And the there's no even, furniture. It's just two mattresses tent, on though. a fucking open air FEMA tent. Like, like they're half like geodesic dome things, but like the strips between the PVC poles, mm-hmm. it was like open air. Like mm-hmm. they weren't sealed all the way. No, so you could have a fire in there. And it was like yeah. air mattresses in FEMA tents. Right. right. And they told him it was a private, like fucking, what do they say? What do they call it? A villa or something? A private yeah, like a regatta, a cabana a or something. Yeah, regatta sounds delicious. Regatta. Yeah. So um, he starts talking to different companies uh, to put this together, and the one guy who's basically like, "Yeah, I can do it," and I think he said it was going to cost like thirty-eight million dollars. Well, they said if, if, if to do it in that time frame, it would be fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "All right, let's do it." And, uh, goes on, um, most of the people, you know, again, they said it would take a year to plan. Um, he, uh, I think he was warned it would cost $50 million and he didn't say, let's do it. He was like, no, we'll we'll fucking do it for what I got right now. And just kept doing what he was doing. Right. Um, the, uh, he keeps getting delays. Like at one point, um, the, a couple of days before the festival. So the whole time, um, Comcast was interested in sponsoring the event for $25 million, for $25 million. And, uh, that was kind of what he was banking on for fucking the big, the big wad, you know? And basically it didn't really say it in the documentary, but I'm imagining someone from Comcast ventures flew down there, looked around and were like, Oh fuck no. Well, remember there was the Are one guy, me? the one guy that took it upon himself to be like internet sleuth, fucking like checking out like fire yeah. fraud. And he yeah. starts doing shit. He builds a website, but like and no one went at there. At some point in time, they got a fucking like three people went. Yeah. So they step it up somewhere. They got a mole and somehow they had someone on the inside Every time they had a meeting, oh, that's spitting right, spitting that shit out. That's right, and so it kept showing up on the fucking internet and on the news that it was a fucking disaster. And so then they went in there, had a meeting. They're like, "Whoever the fuck is doing this?" Like, right? They didn't ever weed them out, though. I don't think they. No, found I don't them. think they, they did. didn't find them out. But someone was like, "Hey, this is a fucking mess. Do not come." Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> so uh, they end up bailing. So now they're twenty five million in the fucking hole, and. Um, at this point, the, and the money I think was actually not for that. It was for the app. The, it was for app development, but because they saw what was, oh, really? yeah, with the festival was such a fucking mess. They're like, this is a fucking disaster. They bailed out on that because they were just investing in the app. He would have used the money to save the festival's ass, but the money was for the app. Right. So they end up hiring this guy who's a huge veteran event producer. And again, this guy says, do it in a year. Right. And they're yeah. once again, they're it's like, totally, nope, yeah, we're doing got it. six weeks. But yeah, he had done got, tons of stuff with that dude before, but yeah. on a much smaller scale and successfully and made tons of money together. Like he'd done tons of stuff with him before. Yeah. He trusted him. 
Up at that point, most people trusted him, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But right about, you know, in the weeks leading up to it, all that trust was disappearing. Even after shit goes to shit, all those people write testimonials about him, about how he's such a genius and an inspiration and right. like all that stuff, like for character fucking, uh, what's it called? Like where they fucking write in to say like, no, he's a good guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the term. Um, my favorite story in yeah, the whole dude. thing. I can't believe he told the story. Yeah. He's embarrassed to tell it, but he tells it anyway. Is he so gay? is he gay? He's though? gay. Oh, okay. A guy named Andy King, who was the, the event producer, who was constantly trying to steer Billy McFarlane right. And he was another guy who's done tons of events for Magnesis and he had done all this stuff. So he, yeah. he had worked for him he before. Experience. He, he said experience. every night he was, he would be done with the day and walk out and fucking just cry. Like yeah. he was fucking crying. It was so stressful. He yeah. just walked out like, fuck, this is fucking crazy. Cause he got basically put in charge of it. Yes. He was sort of like the guy. Yeah. Like he'd make food service out. Yeah. We need water. We need, we need water. This. We need yeah. plumbing. We need all this. <coughs> so at one point he gets a call from Billy McFarlane. There are 18 semi trucks full of Evian water, which is all of the water for the festival. Cause there's no fucking running water. Um, and they're being held at customs for $175,000 in tariffs to release them. Um, water. just as regular, you yeah. know, we imported this, this yeah. is a tariff. Like that's what it is. So Billy had gone to someone high up in customs and told them, Hey, if who was apparently gay, who was gay yeah. and said, if our event producer gives you a blow job, can you make that money go away? And apparently he said, yes. So he calls Andy King and says, Andy, I have a really big ask. He said, the only way we can get the water out is if you go and give a blowjob, give a fucking BJ to this guy at customs. This poor guy. And he's, and they're like days from the event. And he's, and he's like, if you watch nothing, if you watch nothing, see if you can find that clip. (laughs) Because that guy is like, he seems like such a nice, genuine, honest guy. He won't even swear. He's like, oh, this gosh darn. Yeah. You know? And so he's sitting there and he's like, and so in all my career, I've been in this industry for 50 years. He's like, I'm sitting there and he tells me that. And I go, he's like, go back and I take a shower and I get dressed and I use some mouthwash and I head over to suck that guy's dick. (laughs) And then you're like, what? the fuck he's That's like because we've got to get the water he's like the only way we're gonna get the water and so we don't like, have the water we don't have the he's festival like, he's like, i go over there with every intention to suck his dick and i was like this is crazy i can't believe yeah. you told this story and he even start the story starts with him saying i can't believe i'm about to tell this story yeah. <laughs> because it questions like like, I, like that you say that it, it, it's a, your character. Like, um, and that, that's why I was character witnesses. Character witness. Yeah. But then it also makes me question what the fuck else happened. Yeah, dude. You <laughs> know what I mean? Who blew a guy and didn't uh, talk about yeah. it on the documentary, but no. And he said he went down there and he said, lucky for me, he couldn't have been a sweeter guy. We had a nice conversation. He said, I'll let you, I'll let you off with the money. But as soon, like the first people getting paid from this, legally must be us right like you can't pay any vendors you can't pay anybody the first person you have to pay is you know the bahamas this tariff um and if you agree to that then you're fine so he ends up leaving without having to blow the guy um so then and again mcfarland probably got in trouble because they bet they didn't didn't get their money and that water lots of they sure the fuck didn't get that money yeah the bahamas i mean maybe it wasn't for the bahamas got drank i don't know how much water was how many bottles you say was in there it said it was 18 semi trailers that's a lot of water a lot of fucking water no i think those fucking workers i think the raging worker mob raided them (laughs) took the water home a bunch of bahama babies drinking heavy water for the next month um 
So then they're out of money. They're a couple of weeks out. Comcast has pulled the plug and he comes up with a whole new fucking scam, which is that fire festival is going to have RFID wristbands for money and that it's going to be a cashless party. So don't bring a credit card. Don't bring cash. You load your wristband up in advance. Um, and he wants them to put $500 a day for every between three and 500 a day minimum is what he suggests. I was like, good Lord. And they said they were like forcefully aggressively calling people and telling yeah. them you have to load your card. If you don't load your card, you're not going to have any money. At you're the not going to be able to buy anything at the festival because yeah, there's no cash. You have to, the only foreign payment That's accepted crazy. is this digital bracelet, which they tell him will not work. It won't work. They we have, have no Wi-Fi. We can't do RFID yeah. readers, but he like, just wants, he wants an influx of cash. He wants a, Yeah, exactly. So he gets $2 million out of it. And that a lot of people are like paying, putting on the, on the wristband as much or more than they did as an, so they're yeah. doubling their investment yeah. into the fire yeah. festival. I was like, God, how much money these fuckers a have? A lot they of fucking money, money dude. The kind yeah. of people that were going yeah. there had a ton of money. Um, so and apparently you know what sucks too, dude, is there's like the videos that they took from um, actual attendees from their cell phones where they're like meeting at the airport and they're all excited to yeah. go and they're on the plane and this guy's like holding up his fire bracelet and you know, it's a total scam. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. baby. He's like, I got my fire bracelet, like fucking showing his little bracelet and he's got all his it's money on it. And you're like, you, there's no money on that motherfucker. There's nothing all. anywhere. You, that's a two fucking cent bracelet yep. that he got fucking stamped out and you gave him two grand. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he ends up making two million dollars just on the this. bracelets. Yeah, we, we should, should sell yeah, podcast. SK money. Yeah. yeah. Um two million dollars for the bracelets, and he spends forty percent of it to pay off one loan that he, you know, that is already due, you know. Um, whoever's yelling the loudest. Yep. Um so the day before the fire festival is supposed to happen, April 27th, a huge storm blows over grand, um, uh, eczema and, uh, all these tents that are completely open and all the stacks of mattresses that are just sitting outside just get soaked by a tropical fucking rainstorm. The tents are full of mud. Mud is just uh, washing into the tents. Half the mattresses weren't in the tents yet. Yeah, the mattresses are soaked. The tents are soaked. The floors of the tents are soaked. This is the night before. And they're in such fucking shambles that at some point, like accommodations were supposed to be made where like these jets were supposed to fly people out. And that just shit never got done. No. <clears throat> so tons of people that didn't have their own flight in or hadn't made some type of accommodation are literally emailing yeah. like, hey, like I bought $1,500 ticket. How do I, where do I go? Who do I call? And they were like calling this place. And the app people were like, email. You have to, you have to email. Yeah, you have to email help desk at fire. And then there was no one. No at one's answering that. Fire. So a ton of people just lucked out. Really, basically, yeah. That they didn't get stuck on a. They ended up island. spending a weekend in Miami instead of yeah. <laughs> in this fucking shithole. Um, so uh, wet mattresses. Wet mattresses. The first arrivals get there at six twenty in the morning. And they basically, they're like, we can't even get them to these shitty tents because they're soaked. So they, they're like, let's delay them by half a day. And they basically rented out a, a fairly decent, like little bar restaurant and had everyone there. And they were giving them free food and pouring tequila down their throats just for hours. What's weird. Though, like we're just waiting for shit to dry out enough that we can move these people to the tents. Watching it third party outside the fucking chaos from your perspective, knowing what we know, watching the documentary, yeah. you see these people and they're like getting off the fucking bus and the bus driver's like, Oh no, no. Like you have no idea what you've got yourself into. Yeah. 
because he's not like a fire employee. He's no. just a Bahamas bus driver dude, and he don't give a fuck. And, he's and like, so they're like, where bad. are we staying? And they see the fucking FEMA tents, mm-hmm. and they're like, what's that, I wonder? He's and like, he's like, right that's where here. you're staying. And they're like, no, no. He's probably he's laughing. Like, yeah. And he's like, no, that's where you're staying. And they're like, no fucking way, dude. And then they get off, and they push him towards that fucking restaurant. You see the poor lady, dude. I fucking feel so bad. Someone should do a fucking GoFundMe and raise money for that fucking Bahamas lady that ran all the food. Oh, yeah. Because she's sitting there, and she said... She had 25 minutes warning that they were going to shift and send like a thousand people over to her. And she had to try to make food for those fucking people. And like, she's running the show like on her own dime. Like she owns that restaurant. So she's putting up the food and like, and the alcohol and all the shit that they're she said that she had to spend her entire fifty thousand dollars life savings just to pay wages to the people to pay the people that did the working work for her. and to make her end of it right and she wow. didn't get paid back she, and it's like dude that'd be a lot for her yeah like that's a yeah. ton that's a lot for anyone yes then she was in, like in tears and I was like dude someone should make that shit right I mean I don't have the money to do it but someone should make it right for that lady. and there's a famous picture that you can find of the gourmet because it's supposed to be a gourmet meal cooked by a by a celebrity chef. Right. And it was two pieces of generic wheat bread with two pieces of white cheese that this it was open faced. It looks like at first you're like, oh, well, at least they melted the cheese. No, they didn't melt the cheese. It was just sitting out in the Bahama sun melting with like and it was like one of the three tiered like styrofoam openings like containers that's crazy. where like the bottom is like the biggest portion. And then there's the two small portions. So this open face sandwich was the it's bottom a, portion. Container, yeah. And then one of the two portions was just a handful of salad. And the other portion was completely empty. This is what you have two pieces of white bread, two slices of cheese and a fucking couple of mouths full of dry salad. There was a funny quote. <laughs> and you have no cars and no restaurants and no way to get these things. Wow. And it was like, they said, I can't remember how it went. It was like, they had all these famous models. They spent all this money on social media posts and like, like they're $25 million into it. And all it took was one cheese sandwich post by just some dude. Yeah. Like to Who fucking bring like it all down. Four followers. Yeah, he Nobody posted that see, shit. Yeah. yeah, he had like 400 <laughs> followers. It's like they paid people that had millions of followers and one dude with 400 followers posted a cheese sandwich and brought it all crumbling yeah. down because yep. it went viral. And then like, what the fuck? That's not some personal chef fucking local cuisine. So all these people waiting to get to the festival are like, fuck that. Blink-182, the day before, I'm guessing someone from their team flew to the island and, was like, no. and they were like, no, dude. So they made a statement the day before. But I think there was no said, toilets. Like those people were fucking running around crazy grabbing mattresses and just like fucking it got like chaotic like people started getting kind of fucking lord of the flies yeah as soon as soon as they realized that this is where you're staying everyone because everybody had been standing in line for hours at the cabana that was the fireplace to register no one was really sitting there there's no employees there's like not enough people there were no No. actual employees checking them in so the instant that someone said no those tents are where you're staying there was just a mad mob rush of people just scooping up armsfuls they of said, toilet paper. They said the lady had a pallet full of toilet paper. Like she was like over there hoarding it to trade out for like, resource. Cause like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a roll for a cheese sandwich to then while go you shit in the sand to That's go crazy. stay in the heat in the dark yeah. on a fucking soaking wet mattress, hungry with no electricity, no Wi-Fi. Like you're just fucking stuck. Yeah. There's no taxis. There's yeah. no, no like, private jets. No. no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, so, uh, at this point, that's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Dude, it's so it's crazy. No it got, to, it's crazy. It got that far. And you're trapped. Like they didn't you're trapped on the island with that, a fucking that dude, sandwich. Ration. That dude should have disappeared. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he should have once all that money came in, 
The money was he coming in. He didn't even in. have it, though. He spent it. It was like, that money was That's going towards the workers, towards the fucking... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He should have never even done that shit. Like, right. why would you? Right. If he would have quit At on some point. of his early scams, he would have been fine. I mean, the guy's smart. Like, that's what's crazy is the guy's smart, but he's so fucking dumb. Right. You know what I mean? Like, at the same time, that's crazy. So the the a bunch of people that that day end up making it back to the airport to try to get back to Miami. And this, I didn't really I don't know understand. why they locked them in. You see footage of it. They lock the the door. They lock them in the airport maybe with fucking giant no, chains. Because maybe there's no employees overnight, and then it's like, I got to go home. I can't just leave you, you here. We can't leave this place open. We lock yeah. up for the night. So they got Ooh, locked here, in, and people were like having heat stroke because there was no air Someone conditioning. It's just a fucking closed, locked-in building, and they're just trying to get Sitting an airplane to get fucking home. It's Florida for you. Um, the... Uh, no, this was still in the Bahamas. Oh, uh, in the Bahamas. Uh, yeah. They didn't give a fuck. The workers who had spent the last six weeks working double shifts in the fucking Bahama sun, uh, suddenly realized they weren't getting paid and this whole thing was a shit show. So a, a mob of them starts to form coming in to get their fucking money. Um, and they start going down to the village and Andy King, the guy that was going to give the blow job basically has to disguise himself because they recognize him. Old blow job. Old blow job. Andy has to disguise himself and like someone that he knows on the island, like smuggled him laying flat in the back seat of the car to get past the mob because they were going to fuck him up. <laughs> the guy who that poor guy. And, and he really That's didn't the guy do was hyperventilating. He was just fucking, trying yeah. to save this fucking oh, shit the whole man. time. There was another guy that, that, uh, who, who was from the Bahamas, who was the, the, I don't know what to call him. He was the one in charge of all the laborers. And, uh, he even, he said that they just kept coming to his house over and over and over getting increasingly pissed off. He said, and I he don't finally, have it either. He was like, he said, I had to hop on the, the nearest boat I could get, get on and just get the, the fuck off the Island. Like I left my home and had to bail because everybody wanted my ass, you know? And the funny thing is at the end of the documentary, spoiler alert, like while he's being filmed, he gets a phone call from Billy. I was so curious what the intent for that phone call. I was. don't even know. What was Billy going to get out of this guy? Yeah. Like I'm already off the Island. You're never seeing a dime from me. And how, yeah. And how long after the drama was that, was interview? that interview? Well, it had to be way after because he's telling the story about getting on a boat. So he's either on another Island doing right. the interview right. or it, enough time has passed. He's returned and he's go back, back to home. talk to him. Yeah. He's gone back home and they're talking to him. Why would it, why would he call him? What a weird coincidence. That was so too. weird. Yeah. He's like, you want me to say anything? It got a little weird too. He's like, you want me to say anything to the cameras? He's like, Oh, okay. And click. He's like, puts his phone down. Like, Oh, it's over. Right. So, uh, after all this happens and everybody finally gets home and whatever, uh, Ja Rule posts on Twitter, it was not a scam. This is not my fault in all caps. Um, they show a video conference call of a bunch of the fire employees after the fact and everybody's, you know, back home safely. And Ja Rule is one of the ones in the video call and he's just being a fucking buster, man. He's like, this whole room of people who are frustrated and fucking confused and don't know what's going on. And he's like blaming everyone else for not having a solution it, and said, a way uh, to spin yeah. this yeah, to be positive I mean, press. It's, it's like fraud. He's like, it's not fraud. It's if anything, it's like, it's a, it's a just false advertising. Like, no, but he was mad at everybody else in the room for not solving this. Like what the fuck? What are we supposed to do? Yeah. This is the biggest PR disaster. That's the risk you take when you put your name on That's some crazy. shit, man. Yeah. Um, 
So Fire Festival website the next day put out a statement that said Fire Festival set out to provide a once in a lifetime musical experience on the island of Exumus. Due to circumstances out of our control, the physical infrastructure was not in place on time, and we were unable to fulfill on that vision safely and enjoyably for our guests. And one of the employees was like, do not say circumstances out of your control. Because this was entirely yeah. in your control. Yeah. And that, I think it was that same employee. He said that when the rainstorm happened and they were actually in the mansion, yeah. that was their HQ, <laughs> like someone else that was in it with them was watching the rain oh, hit everything. Shit. And he said, thank God finally this isn't going to happen. Yeah, he said, uh, <laughs> at least they won't get away with it. Yeah, at least they won't get away with it. Like, That's they thought the rain crazy. was going to stop it, but they still came anyway, you know. Wow. Um, so tons of lawsuits uh, happen. Um, there's class action lawsuits with, like, tons of people. A uh, $100 million lawsuit for, in the state of California um, against Ja Rule and McFarlane. Ja Rule gets dismissed from the lawsuit um, because they said that he wasn't directly planning any of this stuff. No, he was yeah. like at that fucking party, made that promo video, and yeah. was probably on the phone with Billy. Well, like, and, he yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. And, and Billy was probably telling him, you know, like, hey, like, all good yeah, stuff. Everything's yeah, good. For yeah, sure. Go on. It's a go, you know. Um, it's a go. They end up just lawsuit after lawsuit, uh, start getting filed. Um, and then, uh, they get under an active federal criminal investigation. The FBI gets involved for mail fraud, wire fraud, and securities fraud. Um, he gets arrested and charged with wire fraud. And um, he, so he's on bail. That's part I couldn't even I, fuck. I can't wrap my hand around this. And why do you feel so he that? goes to jail. He gets out on bail waiting for trial. And while he's waiting for trial, he suddenly is back in a huge penthouse. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and hires he has a, money stowed and, somewhere. Yeah, and hires he a video money crew yeah. for sure. Hires a video crew to come and film what he's doing, and what he's doing that, is that. more fraud. Yeah, I think he's uh, just his ego is out of fucking control. I think and so he too. Felt like no way if Mister Maserati, Mister Fire, Mister Manganese, whatever the fuck his shit was called. <laughs> right. What was it? Melanies? No. Mm-hmm. Megan- Mayonnaise. Brad said Melanie's, but that's spicy brown. Yeah, that's spicy brown's kilo. Melanie's. Fucking keloid joke. Pull my rib. Look at take Dave's rib out with the keloid joke. Melanie's. Melon. Getting biological with my jokes. Um, the fuck was I saying? I don't even know now. Oh, his ego. Oh, all, all this ego. Yeah. That he just thinks, cause he tells that guy, he's like, I'm not going to jail. And I was like, unless he says he's going to commit suicide. So he gets right. to go to jail. How does he think he's not going to fucking jail? Right. I think he just felt above the law. Like yeah. he's hanging out with celebrities. He's like, no, jaw rule party. Fucking. So what he does and films all of it is a guy named Frank Tribble who worked for, for Melanie's. Um, <laughs> and in the videos, he's wearing a Melanie's hat and a fire festival fucking it's sweatshirt. Not Melanie's. I don't know what the fuck is. Ma- <laughs> Magnesis. Magnesis. Yeah. Um, but they basically, they create a new company because he doesn't company. want his name on it. So that yeah. dude becomes the front man. They create a fake company called New York city VIP access. And they take the entire contact list of people who bought tickets for the fire festival and they start calling them repeatedly, emailing them and saying, Hey, we're a new company called VIP Real NYC VIP access. There. And they're like, we can get you fucking tickets to the Grammys. 
We can get you like backstage passes wow. for Burning Man, like going. things that don't exist. Just keep going. You don't get tickets to the Grammys. Right. You get invited to the Grammys because you have something to do with the music business. But they they keep doing it, and everybody's getting contacted those by are this all guy the fools named that Frank. Already got burned by yes, him, which is crazy. And uh, they end up um, supposedly they got a, they scammed about a hundred thousand dollars off of these people um, while he was out of jail on bail waiting to go for trial selling fake tickets having it all filmed and there's footage of him saying like if you call and they don't answer call them back they always answer on the second call like it's just all this fucking shit like who does that that's crazy yeah it was like uh, a boiler room it was a boiler room kind of thing remember boiler room where they're fucking slinging those stocks and then they know they're going to crash and they talk like husbands into spending all their fucking money and shit that's a tough movie too man yeah um so uh he goes to prison um, he tries to get an early release in 2020, uh, for, um, a compassionate release, which happens like if you're dying of cancer or yeah. something, but he says it's because there's a, of the COVID-19 pandemic, um, and he thinks it's going to kill him. And, uh, this motherfucker starts a podcast while he's yeah, in jail. He starts a podcast in prison yeah. with an illegal phone. Um, at one point he gets busted for having an illegal recording device and they transfer him to a fuck you in the ass prison. He's got a roadcaster in a cell. Yeah. Keistered it in there. Um, but he got out in March and, oh, and he did solitary confinement for 90 days because, and they moved him to another prison. Um, he get, he got out in March of this year and, uh, just last week on, uh, Monday, the 24th of October, if you're listening to this live time, he released a video on multiple social media platforms of him saying that he's working on something new. That's quote, a little crazier, but a whole lot bigger than anything I've tried before. And he flips over a whiteboard to reveal a treasure map. Um, and, uh, he says he'll reveal the full scope of his plan in November. And he says this time, everybody's invited and there's a cell phone number on the whiteboard, which apparently is no longer functioning. But if you called, it was a message that said, welcome to the treasure hunt. Or if you called the number, it immediately texted you, right? I think that's what it was. Like if you called it, you, yeah, you got got a text text message that said, welcome to the treasure hunt. Um, and there was a link to an online form for information and this one's going to be good though. Cause he had all this time, yeah, all this time to, to plot. About it. Yeah. If you filled out that contact form, you got another link to a YouTube video called RLTH clue number one. And it was underwater imagery of sharks, a glass bottle and a cork on a tropical Island. And it got taken down from TikTok, but it's still on YouTube shorts. So it looks like he's going to be doing, some kind of a, chase, of treasure, a hunt. treasure hunt, like geocaching, yeah. some kind of fucking shit. I wonder how he's going to finagle the money. Out. Here's the, here's the problem. Advertising probably for the event, like some great, great race kind of thing. Here's the problem. The internet is going to solve the most devious clues he can come up with oh, in yeah. about 18 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, like there's, there's gonna be a he's Reddit. not like, oh, yeah that's a striped shark like 4chan yep. is gonna <laughs> fucking rape his ass on whatever fucking little feeble ass yeah. treasure hunt that he tries to post yeah the internet is a different uh monster no, than you'll have the entire world thinking yeah. about your clues whatever your big solve is is gonna be solved real fucking quick i wonder how someone wonder accidentally how, finds uh, the last thing they're like hey i found a box yeah god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how um how how disconnected he is from the internet 
like as far as like being in prison had to be well not that disconnected like, I mean, if he was recording I mean, podcasts yeah, on no, an I mean, iPhone. I mean you get, they were around in 2013 though you yeah. know what I mean like that was a thing and you know like I, mean, I wonder how, how much has changed yeah since like then. how much like how much access did he have to the internet and how much stuff's changed since then you know like I have to get mad how, that motherfucker's like a he's like a Jedi he's like serial killer status yeah. Where he can just the talk problem to people, is do if it. The people know that he's a fucking con artist. I think yeah. that certain kind of people fall for it though. Like he's filtering That's people true. out. Like who That's would true. call? Only certain people would call that number, right? Especially yeah. knowing who the well, fuck he is. Not necessarily. I mean, if you're just trying to figure out what the fuck he's up, I think to. a yeah, lot but, of haters would have called. Oh, but yeah. a lot of people but, that are yeah. fucking pissed out, off though. at this motherfucker. Only certain people call that number, right? And then you get a text message, and you're like, now I'm kind of on a list. Like you have to text message, but then it's like, oh, here's a link, and then you click the link, and you go, and it's like, oh, fill this form out. If you filled that fucking form out, you're and yeah. you know who the yeah. fuck fucking Billy McFarland is? Not necessarily. If you're he trying to creamed, fucking do he took it. the cream off the top yeah. of the fucking pot of people that are gullible that are like right there. It's like the click no, funnel. It's thing. like fucking uh, give them the information. We'll put in some whatever information. See, I have you're one of them guys. Out. You're the guy. I'm not saying because I'm gonna go for whatever the fuck he's doing. Little it's, it's baby your, steps, dude. He gets you a little bit closer, a little bit closer. No, <laughs> I, don't, I mean he did it to thousands yeah. of people. We'll yeah. see what happens. There's a lot of people go to church too. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, that's the thing. Like if you're a, not, if you're a con man, I'm not gullible, I'm not you know in thirty well, seconds. This. In thirty seconds, you know not to go I after this guy. Yeah. yeah, like this is not the guy I'm spending my energy on because I'm not yeah. getting any money out of him. Yeah, like no. I'm gonna get this other guy. You know, yeah. that's gotta be your skill as a fucking con man. You know, but yeah, crazy fucking story. The um, I know we've covered most of the tale in depth, but it is a really good documentary. Um, yeah, it was a good documentary I, I for sure, but it was like before I researched, I don't know if it's like me as like a businessman fucking made me stressed or if it would stress normal people out or they'd be like, dang, that guy's fucking crazy. But like it fucking gave me like a level of anxiety where I was like fucking stressed about it. Like, I guess like suspense movies where you're like, oh fuck, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Just and he remains, maybe. he remains somewhat maybe. faceless. Like they were, <laughs> there was very rarely was there footage of him talking or they him, some interviews. Like, yeah, there were some yeah. interviews of him, but I think the footage, there was probably some legal fuckery where they were like, we have tons of footage of him talking directly to the camera, right. but it's like, they just didn't really show much of it. Yeah, I think so. It, it kept him, way. it kept him in the back. It was everybody you, you else could, telling you could, a story. You could of him. build him up in your mind. Yeah. He has and weird and fucking like monster shark made. teeth. He's got some he weird thing going on where his jaw is like shaped because when he talks on those interviews, he was like, he's just using power words like fucking, you hear it. He's like CEO talking. And whenever he's not in mode and it's just footage of him off camera, he's got like, he's got dead eyes. Yeah. Like a doll's eyes. I don't know. I don't like him though. I would have picked up on that shit right away. That guy's a fucking shyster. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, that's fire. Yeah. Maybe. That's would've. fire. Maybe. Lots Maybe. of people go to church, Brad. Maybe. All right. Allegedly. Yeah. We are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. If you go to podbelly.com, you can check out other cool podcasts like Art and Jacob Do Each Other. And uh, what do you call Robots Fries? You have a, a mm. clever twist on real, that. Real cocks for guys. Real cocks for guys. It was you that had the twist. Yeah, yeah. All kinds I of think twists. that's new. Yeah, it is new. What was the last one? It used to be something else. I'm, not, I'm saving that for next episode. I'm not telling you now. Yeah. So go to podbelly.com and check dip, out dip not and, those podcasts. Dipping Dots for Spies. Dipping Dots for Spies. Yeah. Mm. Wow. These are freestyle raps. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Robots fries and Art and Jacob do America. Go check them out at podbelly.com. Um, also, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, I got a mini in my pocket because I ran out of fucking uh, Triple X. I thought you were just glad to see me. Yeah. That was the mini. Yeah. 
see what you did there. Um, so, but I, I got a little, a little tech in my pocket because um, I had a sandwich earlier and I used it on it. You need to do the hot sack next episode. Yes. You have a contender. I do. All right. Cotton balls. Um, so go check them out at shoplucateco.com. Um, they have all kinds of cool swag over there, but you can also uh, get a variety pack and you can choose what flavors you want to get. Um, that is if you can't find it at your local grocery store, but most of you have access to a Walmart or Target or some type of grocery that sells it. Um, lots of people have been posting all week. It's been very active. Lots of people catching it in the wild and posting it, and we appreciate that. And uh, we reward you for it. Every week we give away a hot sack. We give away prizes for people that post on social media their El Yucateco adventures and tag us in them uh, because El Yucateco knows that that we love them and we're doing our job when you do that. So thank you for doing it. Um, Also check out Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and you can use code SofaKingPodcast at checkout to save on printed items. Um, Check out Two Day Banners. That's the number twodaybanners.com. If you need a banner in as little as 48 hours, they can get that turnaround to you. If you've got a business or a soccer team or some reason for a banner. A Socrates. Um, yeah, Socrates, you can get it. Mm. Um, also check out Today Banners, uh, todaybanners.com. Uh, we've made some progress, a couple updates to the site. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get a shop uh, shop plugin working there, but there's a lot of... A lot of content has it to be written. It was crashing for a minute. Too. Yeah, a lot of content. There's some problem with it. It's a glitch. Yeah, the shipping yeah. tables or something wasn't working. Yeah. So uh, when you go to check out and make the international purchase. settings too, like sometimes you might not get English. It comes in a yeah. different language yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So it comes in a different language. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then it comes back. Yeah. yeah. Check that out on the back. Um, also, got Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com and uh, across social media. He does silkscreen printing and he does a lot of that for us. You can check it out at sophiekingpodcast.com forward slash shop if you want to support us and you're not wanting to do a reoccurring Patreon you can just buy a shirt or hat or some cool thing that we have and you can uh, represent that way so we appreciate it Um, also check out Mindframe Podcast across all listening platforms Um, you will not be disappointed that is all I have that's it it's dark out here it's dark right now it's getting dark early Uh, if you're on Reddit go to r forward slash Sofaking Podcast personal Instagrams I'm at Raised with Wolves of Sofa King written Sofa King Dave also check out uh, that's it I'm your retard mm-hmm.